Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues, services, and activities of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, we'll be talking to Robin McLaughlin, Assistant Director for the Insight Memory Care Center in Fairfax. Now, she's here to tell us all about this nonprofit program that provides services to people with dementia and to families of loved ones with dementia. Now, Robin has been with the center for three and a half years, beginning as the development director. She graduated from Messiah College in Grantham, Pennsylvania, with a business administration degree, then spent two years as a Peace Corps volunteer in the Republic of Armenia. Sounds interesting, something we might have to chat about there. She now lives in Reston with hubby and four-month-old son Mac, and while not having a lot of free time anymore with a four-month-old, she still enjoys walking the Reston trails with her dog. So glad that you can get away from from Mac a little bit. Yeah, Glad to have you with us on Fairfax 50 Plus. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, Dementia, that's a, a big, huge topic uh, I want to talk about, but I guess first, before we get there, how, how did you kind of end up here, get into this this line of work? Was it just something that seemed natural? Did you kind of have an interest or calling in the, the, the field of... Sure, yeah. So um, I have a background in fundraising, so I've been, um, I've been fundraising for about 10 years now. And uh, before I came to Insight, I was looking for another position and just, I think, you know, planets aligned, and yeah. I was able to really um, work with an organization that is a fantastic organization, fits with the mission um, that I feel called for, mm. um, so it's, it's it's really close to my heart to, um, uh, you know, as far as if I would want to volunteer or yeah. things like that, um, to be able to work with this population is, is really great, and um, it just has worked out, and I've yeah. been happy ever since I... Well, and, and having spent two years in Peace Corps, I'm assuming right after graduation? Yeah, about yeah. a year after, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess you kind of have this desire to, to serve. and. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I think I, I, I have always wanted um, my work to mean something mm-hmm. and not just um, to go and get a paycheck. Right. I want to, um, you know, you do may have some days that are a little more humdrum, but, you know, for the overall, you want what you're doing and your time that's invested sure. in it to be helping other people. And right. Um, and nonprofit really has been the avenue for that for right, me. Right, right. Um, a little history, I guess, if you could. Uh, some folks may not have heard of the Insight Memory Care Center. Can you kind of tell us a little bit of, about the history, how it came to be, what what the mission and purpose of the of the group is? Sure. So um, Insight Memory Care Center is about 32 years old now, oh, wow. which is um, impressive. We celebrated our 30th anniversary two years ago, which just flew by. Mm-hmm. But um, so it started out of a support, uh, Alzheimer's support group. Mm. Um, and the families in the support group wanted uh, a little bit of respite. So they um, decided to start in a basement of a church that was a space that they could find um, with the three participants. Mm. And it has grown significantly from there. Um, our previous location was um, in Maryfield, and then we moved here into our current location in Fairfax uh, about a year and a half ago. So um, our mission really is to provide care, education, and support for anyone affected by any type of dementia. So that includes um, the person with a diagnosis, their families, their caregivers, the community, um, any professional caregivers as well. Um, So we really um, do try to um, focus all Mm -hmm. of um, what we we do on really supporting people who are going through this situation. Before we get too far in it, it may be a dumb question, but a little bit of an explanation about about dementia? I mean, what it is? 
Sure. Yeah. So that's a common question we get is, uh, what's the difference between dementia and Alzheimer's? Yeah. Or um, So if you think about an umbrella, dementia is on the top, oh, okay. and then there's different types of um, dementia under that. And Alzheimer's is one of those types. You could hmm. also have um, like a Lewy body dementia. There's um, uh, frontal temporal dementia, um, different types of dementia, or you could have a just mixed dementia. So, but we, you know, uh, Alzheimer's is obviously the most common um type of dementia that people hear about and and we see but there are multiple other um, types and and dementia itself or alzheimer's or the different spectrums or Mm -hmm. types it's essentially memory it's memory impairment so it affects your brain so um you know all of them do different things to your brain but Hmm. essentially it is um, for example, Alzheimer's, it's plaques and tangles in the brain. So it's I'm sorry. plaques and tangles oh, okay. in the brain. So it's actually um, going through systematically and taking part of your brain uh, away, which is uh. um, so memory is obviously the first sign of it you usually see. And that's what you associate it with. But um, it can obviously your brain runs your entire body. So um, once it gets into a later stage, um, there's other complications with it because it's affecting, you know, the, right. the functioning of your your, your brain. I know whenever I do podcasts like this and talk, you know, kind of medicine or whatever, or I hear people talk about things, and then some people say, well, whenever I go on to the, to the websites online, I have all those symptoms. Mm-hmm. What, what if somebody's listening right now and going, well, my memory's bad, whatever. <laughs> I mean, th- that doesn't necessarily mean you. No, have. no. How I, what I usually say is if you forget where you put your keys, that's normal. But if you forgot where you put your keys and you found them in the freezer, that could be a sign (laughs) of, you know, that you might want to get your memory checked out. So, and there's a lot of things that could temporarily affect your Mm. memory as well, Um, you know, medicine or things like that. Um, But getting a diagnosis of dementia um, is, is, you know, the first thing to to go through. We do at our center, we do memory screenings once a month. And so people can come by and get um, a free memory screening from from our staff. Just, you know, just to um, get a clear conscious or or just to be like, okay, now I need to go to the doctor (laughs) now. Yes. Uh, Or it's for a loved one that is reluctant to go to the doctor. So, yeah. Well, talking about the people that come to the center or or loved one or yourself or whatever, is there, uh, I know there's not a normal, but is there kind of like a, um, how would you describe, I guess, the, the, the people or the population that, that your center serves and works with? Yeah, so we, we really serve a variety of people. Um, we'll either, um, the, the main people that we're serving um, that go to our day center are around, you know, the 70 to 80 mm-hmm. um, age. Okay. As far as the, that population that we're serving, um, it can range from as, you know, in their 50s up to, you know, close to 100 as well. So we're serving that specific population with the dementia, but we're also serving the families as well. So mm. either it's the spouse of the person with dementia, the daughter, the son, um, some of the grandkids. Right. Um, so we're really supporting them. And a lot of what we see is families will come to us and not know what their options are, not know the difference sure, of sure. where to go, what they need. And um, what we can do is provide a free consultation to say, you know, if the day center is right, maybe the family needs some support group or they need additional training. Um, maybe they need home care services mm-hmm. or it is time to go to, you know, a live-in facility. Right, so right. looking at all the options that would be um, best for them. But daycare has um, really proven to be a great option for the families that we serve um, because, 
it's a lower cost than live-in facilities. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have that transition from someone leaving your home. Right. Um, so you're still living with them as long as you can provide, the, you know, the mm -hmm. care at home is still, you know, um, the families are still able to yeah. provide that. And some families do work with home care at home if they need a little more assistance. Um, but the, the level of activity and socialization and care that the, the their, their loved ones are getting at our day center throughout the day just is fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, so they have a robust day. They're busy. They come home. They're, you know, hopefully, hopefully ready, tired, tired <laughs> ready to, to, to sleep through the night because wandering can be, you know, one yeah. of the um, right. behaviors of dementia. Well, I was going to ask, it seems like it's, I, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, having Alzheimer's, dementia, et cetera, you know, not knowing what it's like, but I can yeah. only imagine that it's, it's really bad. But then I think I can more easily visualize myself in a caregiver role and just the, the burden and the weight of... Mm -hmm. I mean, really, 24-7, because you don't know, I'm assuming, what that person you're caring for may do or may think mm -hmm. or may not know what they're doing, et cetera, that constant being on. Yes, yeah, and we and that's a, a lot of the challenge that we face is caregivers take on so much, and they have either the guilt, that responsibility to um, be there and to do everything for their loved one, and that's, that can be really hard. Yeah. It can be, you know, they... They aren't going to their doctor's appointments. They aren't taking care of their health mm. as they should be. So their health can decline. So really being able to find that respite, which the day center obviously provides, um, they can, you know, go to lunch with their friends. They could take right. a nap. Right. They could, you know, they can go to work if that's, you know, what they need to do. So it, it really gives them time to replenish themselves mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. they have the energy to um, care for their yeah. loved one. Um, you kind of hit on it and some of the highlights, et cetera, but two-part two question, yeah. a little bit. For the participant themselves, the person, uh, a little bit more on kind of the programs and services uh, that the uh, Insight Memory Care Center offers. And then the, the second part I'll let you go to is, is more about the, the, the caregiver and the family support program. So kind of a little more specific and sure. kind of di dive down into Yeah, I'll more. try to be as brief as possible sure, because sure. we could be here for an hour for a time with our programs. But we, um, we do provide um, programs from the early stage all the way to the late stage. Okay. Um, our early stage programs... Um, we have a reconnections program, which is Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, and it's from 10 to 3, and that's for people very much in the early stage, obviously, of a dementia. Hmm. Um, all the programming is geared around that group. Um, they have lunch together, socialization, and then topical discussions, activities related hmm. to the group's interests um, and things that are cognitive stimulating okay. for them. Okay. Um, and then we have a mind and body um, program, a workshop which is for couples so it's also an early stage mm. program so it's good for you know husband and wife who are resistant a little bit to separation right, or you know right. like oh my goodness you know it's it's you know it's good and it's also good for socialization because there's other couples in the group as well so they go through three parts um uh you know a group activity cognitive simulation again um and then they separate, and then there's a support aspect for the caregivers, and then more activity for the mm. um, the, the participants, right. and then and then there's the social side to it. So that's mm. where they are all enjoying dinner, essentially, right, right, you know. Right. So, but that's huge. I mean, socialization. If you think about what you do when you meet someone else, all the things that go on in your body, having to remember how to shake hands, yeah, greetings, yeah. your name, all those things. And that's, you know, it's automatic in some ways. And being able to continue to do that keeps your brain active. I was going to ask, does that mm -hmm. kind of a good way to learn or force without 
seeming like a tough activity yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, dementia is a degenerative d- disease. We know that we can't we can't yeah, do can't anything. We can't fix that. Okay. We're not in that. We're not in the business to fix that. If they fix it, that would be fantastic. We'll go out of business. Okay, but um, but right now we are really trying to improve quality of life, okay. um, and so you can. Um, you know, sort of maintain at mm-hmm, certain areas. Mm-hmm. Depend, you know, everyone is different and at different situations, but you can sort of maintain um, at certain levels and right. things like that. But it's, but it's, it varies. Maybe um, decrease the the <laughs> the rate. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. If you keep your mind active, um, stay healthy, that type of thing. Yep. And then our biggest program is our day center, and mm-hmm. so that's for moderate and later stage, and okay. so that's. Our really robust program Monday through Friday, um, 7.30 in the morning until 5.30 at night. We have two meals, breakfast and lunch, and then two snacks throughout the day and um, activities throughout the day that are person-centered so that, um, you know, if... Doris is interested in planting flowers, we have a gardening group that she can join. Okay. Or if we have Joe that's interested in talking about his military experience, we have a VA group right, we can, right. you know, put them in. So um, really being able to gear our programming to the interests of our participants so that they're yeah. really, um, you know, getting something out of it. A lot of staff, a lot of volunteers. We do. Yep. We have tons of staff and tons of volunteers. Wow. Um, so we the state requires us to have a six to one ratio, staffing um, ratio, and we have a four to one. Oh wow! So, and and then in our later stage, we have three to one. Wow. So we're able to really provide a lot of person-centered yeah. care, and then we that doesn't include a lot of our interns and volunteers. Okay. So we get a lot of um, social work, rec therapy, recreational therapy, and nursing interns mm-hmm. that will really assist us. Well, it seems to me it's got to be a special type person too to to work or volunteer in that field because I can imagine if 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 I'm having trouble remembering something, I may tend to get frustrated and lash out or you know whatever and yeah to be yes. able, to, be able yes. to take that yeah we are very we are very particular on who we hire yeah. they have to fit into the culture that we have created of caring at our environment of, of our center you know so that. That, um, you know, if any new person is hired, they go through multiple rounds of interviews with the different staff to see if they they would be a good fit. Because it does it is a special person that that fits into this. So and and the staff are an integral part of the quality of care Uh, that we're able able to provide. So, yeah. We're on the Fairfax 50 plus podcast talking with uh, Robin McLaughlin of the. Insight Memory Care Center in Fairfax, and just have a few more minutes left, but I got a ton more questions, so we'll try to, try to get through this. Uh, the second part of the question we were talking about, uh, kind of go a little more deep dive on programs and services for the families, which I think, you know, like the, the all-day care, mm-hmm. obviously there's a benefit to the, the patient yeah. or the person, if you will, but mm-hmm. huge benefit, I'm thinking, to the, to the family and the caregiver as well. So I, I'm assuming that's one of them, but are there other things or programs specifically for... For the caregivers, yeah. yeah so the caregivers, um, will we do the education classes? We have ongoing education classes, which are great. Um, we have support groups, multiple different types of support groups mm. for the families to get into, which is great for continuing on or just coming once. the The amount of resources that the other caregivers in that group can share is amazing. Oh, like wow. you know, I mean, just the experience that they've had. We've had. We sometimes we have caregivers that will stay on in the support group even after their loved one has moved on from Uh our center or, you know, just to be, you know, because they've developed, you know, relationships and friendships. Um, A free consultation is, I think, the really great, great thing that 
families um, can take advantage mm -hmm. of because really when you are faced with a diagnosis, a lot of families you're in denial in some cases, you don't want to believe dad has this or... I wouldn't even know where to turn. Exactly, yeah. You know, And um, our executive director says all the time, you don't window shop for dementia care. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You're not. So it's it's not, not something. So even if you were at a fair or you heard advertisements, it's, you know, the information can just go in, go out. So um, we are trying as much as we can to be out in front of people because a lot of times um, people don't hear about us until later than they yeah, should yeah. Um, and uh, you know people know about assisted living and nursing home but ad adult day is not as common and so being able to um, educate people on adult day care as well is mm -hmm. um, important because the advantages are huge for the families mm -hmm. so now the the free screening is that something you need to set up an appointment is offered every day of the week nope, is they, there... they can come in anytime um, the free screenings I think they're the third uh, fourth Wednesday of the month. I think it's at one thirty. Okay. But yeah, okay. all the information is on our website. Okay. Well, it's a good good time. Uh, how can folks learn more about the center and maybe yep. resources, et cetera, website, telephone number, that kind of thing? Yep. Yeah. So our website is the best way to um, get information, and it's insight i n s i g h t m c c dot org. Okay. And so straightforward. And then our telephone number is seven zero three two zero four four six six four. And so either the, um, the website has all sorts of information about our education classes, our support groups, ongoing activities. Um, okay. So like you that. said it was insightmcc.org. Correct. Or 703-204-4664. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Good resources there. And we'll mention that again before we uh, finish up here in case you don't have a pen or a paper. You can write that down and, and get more information. Only uh, a couple of minutes left. Uh, a lot more questions again. Uh, maybe kind of, uh, I was going to say nuts and bolts, but things that people really think about when they start talking about or thinking about care for family, you know, there's cost involved, you know, can I use my insurance, different things like mm -hmm. that, or is there free? So let's, let's talk about free cost and then the cost would relate to I'm assuming how the organization is, is funded. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's obviously costs, a lot, to, a lot of costs for you know, caring for someone with dementia. Um, we do have fees for our all, for a lot of our care programs, so our early stage programs and then our day center programs do have fees, and pretty much all of our education and support classes are free. Okay. So those are all open, free to the um, community. Um, the fees that we get do not cover our entire um, budget, but um, but we are able to, you know, we get support from the community, from Fairfax County, and um, continue to, you know, search for grants and things like mm, that for okay. support. But we do, um, we also um, offer families um, a respite fund. It's 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 our mm. s essentially like a scholarship fund for families that can't afford the full fees, oh, okay. and so that goes to our board for approval to um, gotcha. decide what what um, what their rate would be at, at a reduced rate, okay. um, depending on their um, level of income. Right, so right. that has helped a lot of families. So we really don't um, turn anyone away, you know, because that's really not what we want to do. Yeah. So this this fund that we've set up um, really allows for all families to be able to come right. and to get the care they need. How, how many? I mean. Do you have any sense of numbers that you could provide? How many folks you work with, you're assisting, or, you know, when we're talking about the population in Fairfax County of 1.1, 1.2 million people, I mean, is there a percentage of that that I can in my mind say, well, uh, you know, there's probably X number of people have 
yeah. this issue or affected by dementia? There's a, there's a large number of people that have um, dementia, and it is and it is growing. We are, you know, just scratching the surface as far as the number of people that we're wow. impacting in this area. You know, we have one day center. Our capacity is 60 participants. Mm. Um, you know, we that's you know per day um but throughout uh, a year we're usually serving between 2000 to 2500 uh-huh. people you know f- community members uh, families things like that so we you know we touch a lot of people but it's growing you know and to be able to reach more people is is our yeah. constant goal yeah. it's to be a part yeah. of more people and to have more resources so that because um this is a really, really hard disease. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, you know, and in a way you lose the person twice because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they can forget who you are. They for- can forget, you know, where they are. They can go back into, you know, a different time in their life. And, and that can be, you know, very emotional for families to deal with. And so, and then, and then you know, when they actually end their, their life is ended, you have to deal with that as well. So it's just, it's a very emotional thing. And having people that really are in it with you that can be part of your family in some ways and uh, most of the families that we work with we are part of their families you know because they're coming to us to ask for advice on this or you know suggestions on this um and so we do work really really well together with them and it's and it and it helps the caregiver i mean and that's because for the most part the person with dementia is fine like you know i mean they have it and you know you know there's our behaviors and there's challenges yeah Yeah, they don't know any different and you know besides in that early stage you can have some you know challenges there but once you know for the most part they're fine and the day center is perfect for them it's the caregivers that are dealing with all that emotional baggage of you know the load of caring for them and making all the decisions and especially spouses where one spouse was doing almost mm-hmm. all of the you know financial work right. or you know taking care of certain things and now it's been role reversal right, it's right. you know that can be really really hard mm-hmm. so being able to be that support arm for them is yeah. is huge well, I was gonna, I was gonna have a final question, but I, I think that's a great, great place to end. I think you kind of, kind of summed it up real well. But I will let you give us the, the resource again, telephone number and website, and, sure. and a final thought if you have one. Sure. So the website uh, again is insightmcc.org, i n s i g h t m c c dot org, and the phone number is seven zero three two zero four four six six four. And I encourage you to reach out, check out our website, even if you aren't in the market for <laughs> dementia care. Um, it's always good to know and just to learn a little bit more about um, our services. We do offer a snapshot event uh, the f- second Tuesday of the month at 9 o'clock, just an overview and a tour of the center every every single month. So it's open to anyone to come visit just to check out the programs. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks for being with us on Fairfax 50 Plus. Thank you. Good info. Thank you. And, and I'll, I'll remember it for, <laughs> for a while. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this time we've uh, got four uh, our guest today on Fairfax 50 Plus. But uh, again, I want to thank Robin McLaughlin of the Insight Memory Care Center for being with us, and thank you for listening. And again, if you want to find out more information about the center, uh, go to www.insightmcc.org or call 703-204-4664. 
TTY number 711. You can also uh, find uh, information about county's older adult services, recreation, and community engagement opportunities online at fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. And when you're on that site, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper as well as Fairfax 50 plus e-news. If you want to call, you can do that as well, 703-324-7948. I know I've thrown out a lot of telephone numbers and uh, websites and resources, but again, if you just want to remember one and call 703-324-7948, and they can put you in touch with any of the other services or numbers that we've referenced. Again, thank you for listening to Fairfax 50 Plus, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.